Welcome to Family Unmuted, where Ruben and Tiana Estrada open the door to their lives as real estate brokers, owners of a family business, parents, and everything in between. This is our world, Unmuted. Hey, welcome back to Family Unmuted, episode nine, season <laughs> two. two. Seems like forever. Um, but yeah, it was just last way. week. It was last <laughs> week. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, these podcasts are tough. It's definitely a commitment. And that's always been difficult for us. <laughs> <laughs> so starting something and committing to it is always difficult. Um, and what we'd like to talk about today is momentum. Um, buddy, you came up with oh, no, this no, no, topic no. This today. Is your, this so <laughs> your story. Uh, and uh, how would you like to lead into this? I would <laughs> say momentum is like, that's one of his hot words. He talks about momentum a lot. You're very Mine? big. Yes, oh. you're very big on momentum and energy. Those are like your two hot words. Yes. Why well, is that? What? Why is momentum so important to you? Because I I very rarely have it. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. And then what's the difference between momentum and motivation? Um, because I think you, because momentum requires action. It requires you to actually do something to start momentum. And that's always the difficult part for me is starting something. First, you have the commitment to do something like this podcast. And then you have to have the action. And then that builds momentum. Um, well, we had momentum in this podcast like before everything happened. Our chaotic lives came in. but Yeah. And it was pretty easy to do. And when you have momentum, it's easy to take action well I think we've talked about this before but momentum works both ways it actually when you don't have action you have momentum of inaction Mm -hmm. so you just get in this um, funk that creates funky momentum um, and it actually could take you down faster um, as opposed to positive momentum where it gets you closer to what you're working towards but momentum works both ways so, so would you say that momentum is, because again, keeping with our subject of growth this season, would you say that momentum is an absolute necessity for growth? Well, I think it, it just exists. And I think you have to be aware of it. I think we underestimate maybe the yeah, importance of it because even I hear you guys for years and years, obviously our family is a huge sports family. And when we see things taking a turn in sports, that's the first thing both of you say is like, oh, they got momentum. And how it can just instantly change mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. So how do we, what do you do to create momentum? Well, I think momentum can be a gift. It can, it can be one, like one event or one thing could happen and then the momentum can shift, which is a blessing. Um, because sometimes you're looking for that spark to get you like over the over the fence to just actually take action mm-hmm. um, and you know I think for me personally you just kind of you're getting a funk you're getting a funk and it's like oh I'm just looking for that extra spark to just like give me that motivation to actually take action and get momentum and going in the right direction um, so 
What was your question? I don't even know. Do I do that a lot? <laughs> I just ignore your question and just create my own answer. I should just let you, I should just let you talk. I should just let you talk. Uh, what was it? Um, I asked you if, if it's imperative to growth. Um, and you said it just exists. I think it just, yeah, it's just it's like, just gra- it's like there. gravity. It's just something that's so there. It, so what you're saying is it can't be created. It just has to happen. Um, well, I think you, there's some ways you can create it. I just don't think like you can purposely go out and get momentum. It just happens. Like if you try to go get momentum, it, it doesn't just happen. You have to do actions that lead to it. Like find that spark. You have to do that. So the goal yeah. is momentum. Not like you never know where it comes from because it just happens. And if you don't know where it's coming from, you can't really recreate it yourself. So you spoke about we've lost some momentum. So let's talk about, because we some of our conversations have been around, you know, it's June. It's the first week of June. We're halfway through the year. Mm-hmm. It's been an insane year in every aspect of our life. So number one, when you reflect back, like we do in all things, when we talked about accountability, mindset, all of those things, you have to look back and see what are the things or where are the times that we lost momentum? How do we not do that again? And what are the things that gave us momentum and how do we do more of that? And I think we talk about that with time, we talk about that with everything. I think that audits have to happen with everything emotional audits, time audits, business audits, financial audits, momentum audits. You can look back at times and say, dang, that felt really good. We were doing really good. We achieved a lot of things right there. What were we doing? And then try to recreate those. So if we look back from January till now, what are some of the places that you guys felt hindered our momentum and kind of pushed us in the other direction? And what are some of the things that we need to focus on doing more in the next six months. I think it just starts with recommitting. Um, look at your commitments. And is that in line with what your your mission is? Like what, what you're trying to accomplish? Um, and if they're not, then get rid of it. And if they are, then recommit. And again, that's, I agree with that. I think that we fall into the trap of setting these goals when we're not really at a place in our lives where that, where you can give it the commitment that it needs. Um, I know for me, I recommit to the gym a lot and I know that it's important to me, but for whatever reason at certain periods of my life, I just end up not going and then I have to recommit because as you grow as a person and you're in a different place in your life, you will commit to different things in a different way. Um, and so I feel right now, because I do have a goal toward the end of the, the year, the last six months, like that has given me my momentum for the gym and exercising and being committed to just one, I'm, I'm literally doing two exercises at the gym but I have momentum going in that and that it's getting easier every day to do that. So those self audits and recommitting, I think when you commit to a goal that you aren't a hundred percent all in on, you will never get that, that momentum. 
Yeah, and um, well, if you take physical fitness as an example, then why do we stop? If we're like, oh, we're working out, we're feeling good, we have energy, we're looking better, we're feeling better, and then why do we stop that? When everything's going so well and we have momentum going in the right direction, how do we? What happens to us and our mindset and just why? I don't understand why we stop. Because we always go into the, oh, it's just one day mentality. Mm. Oh, if like you skip a day or yeah. like you skip a week, you're like, oh, it's just like. I can get back in it. Yeah. You can flip a switch. Like, oh, I've been doing so well. I deserve a break. You start going <laughs> there you, yeah, yeah. You justify, yeah. You justify your commitment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or decommitment to it. Well, yeah. And it comes into like other factors. Where, like, let's say you have a plan to go to the gym at, at night but then you have a dinner or something like something comes up oh you have to go pick up the kids oh you have to go drop someone off uh, all of a sudden and they're like oh it's easy I can just skip the gym today and yeah. it's easy to yeah. justify that I'll go twice tomorrow I think anyone will say that <laughs> well one of the things that's been easier for me is um, setting the goal but then not being so rigid about it um, for me just being like, I know I have to go to the gym at some point today and whatever that needs to be. I know that when I was saying I've, I'm going to be at the gym at eight o'clock every single morning or at six o'clock every single evening, that created like a dread in me to go to the gym. It was like... It turns into a chore. It turns into a chore rather than something that I'm committed to and I'm choosing to do. Um, and so I know you're different in that aspect, but for me, it was like, my main goal is I have to get there today. I don't care what time of day it is, but I will get there. Mm -hmm. And that has made it easier for me to get the momentum going. And now that I think about that, it's like, (laughs) like, that's the reason why maybe one of us has always been unhappy with the way that we work out. Because what works for me doesn't necessarily work for you and vice versa. Like you're like, I don't, I don't want to have a set time because maybe that gives me you anxiety or something like that. It pisses but me if, off. But if I have, if I have a set time, it like makes me feel like, oh, well, that this is where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, and it's like I need to not. I, this is the most important thing that I could do, so I need to knock it out sooner. And then when. That's why you're like, when you wanted to go to the gym last night, I'm like, hell no, I don't want to go to the gym. I'm going to take the kids to Walmart. We're going to buy some Legos. <laughs> um, Which, again, there's no wrong way. It's just about really being, again, getting real with yourself and yes. figuring out what yeah. works for you because we fall into this yeah. trap of, well, this person says, and this really successful person, and this book says, and that book says, and yes, those are all great guides, but it's just like diets. There is not one diet that works for everybody. We have different DNA, we process sugar different, all the things. Like, you need to find what works for you, and um, we've we've talked about that in business. Mm-hmm. I mean, Y'all we've told, been, that's right. We've been business partners yeah. for twenty five years, and you've stepped in and you can you come in and you see that dad and I do business very very differently mm-hmm. right now but that wasn't always the case we spent a good 5 6 years 
doing it just your way and I was miserable. We spent another few years doing it just the my last way few years and you were, miserable. you were miserable <laughs> and then vice versa. And so we literally had a conversation and I was like, I can't do business the way you do it mm-hmm. and you can't do it the way I do it. And instead of fighting that, it made me sad. I felt like I, we couldn't like do it together. Like, we were both on islands, two separate islands, doing business and things differently in our own way. And that made me sad. But the funny thing is, is like, so our business is obviously... So I just succumb to your way. That's how, <laughs> No, that's no, that is I, not I'm it. I'm happy being miserable. <laughs> I'm happy being miserable. That is not true. As that long as it's true. for you. It's for you. I'm doing this for you. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Now I can't even remember my point because I'm distracted with this ridiculousness. No, we just, we figured out ways, different ways. But I don't know why that would make you sad because we parent in two completely different ways. We run the house in two completely different ways. We spend money in two completely different ways. (laughs) That doesn't mean that we don't, and and yet we're going to be celebrating 25 years and we've been together for 30 years. So obviously it's not a problem. Well, because we have the same goal. We have the same goal. That's my point. That's my point. You have different ways of getting there. It doesn't change the finish line. You just get there different ways. Yeah. That was my point. And you turned it into something it did not mean. I was... I was being stupid and that's, I've mastered stupidity. Okay. So you moving on, you've talked a lot about losing momentum this year and it seems to be a, a, like, it's a big problem for you. It's a big issue because you bring it up a lot. So how do you feel that you've lost momentum and why is it bothering you so badly? Cause it's just like, you have to, Every time you recalibrate, it's so hard to just get back on the horse. And I think, like, me and Dad try to find so many different ways to find that spark. And we go through, like, different avenues. Like, we went through the Amazon business. That gave us a spark, and then that died off. And then it's always just trying to find different ways instead of trying to stick to one thing and trying to figure out in variations. I think that's... It's interesting seeing you come in and work with us and and seeing the way your entrepreneurial spirit runs i i'm actually very surprised at how much it is like dad's i've noticed that you guys because up until this point i thought like nathaniel's a lot like me you know he can be emotional he can be stubborn all these things but in business i'm realizing that you are a lot like your dad and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It just kind of surprised yeah. me. No, I'm not. I'm just saying, it, did it not surprise you to see some of the things that are coming out of him? That no, no, because that I learned that about Nathaniel a long time ago when we were uh, helping each other be better at basketball, or I was trying to help him be better at basketball. Is a lot of the frustrations I had with him were a lot of the frustrations I had with myself when I was going through the process of being a terrible basketball player. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I totally... No, I I knew that going in. I knew that going in. I knew that was going to be... That's why I thought you guys could relate a little bit better because maybe 
you got me through a lot of the you know challenges that I had and still have. You could help him the same way that you helped me. So well, I think it falls into <clears throat> two different areas where you could be personalities where you are looking for momentum in other places. You're you're striving to find something that's going to give you more momentum, or you double down on what you're doing and it creates momentum for you. And I think that's where we have a different perspective on things. And we've always been like that. Um, you are very good about taking me out of La La Land because I get there a lot. And I'm usually telling both of you like, okay guys, but look what we do have. How can we make it better? Like, Why are we always looking for something that we don't have? Why don't we just plus what we have? Yeah, you are good at that. Yeah, so totally. My, but my question is: mm. so is it outside coming in momentum, or again, can you create that? Well, I think um, I've always been guilty of just setting unreasonable expectations, and so when I don't hit those unreasonable expectations, I get stuck. frustrated and I get stuck. And I get impatient, um, and then I get negative, which means that when I become negative, I can't see any of the positive because I just want to focus on the negative. Um, and then I just get off track, and then I try to find something else that's going to be exciting and new, and um, you know maybe I'll recommit to that. But it's really all the same things. It's, I, yeah, it's it's a vicious miserable cycle <laughs> that I go through quite frequently. So, so, yeah. Well, I think, you know, I'm, I'm listening to this podcast about the four C's and I'm only through the first two C's, which is clarity and commitment. And that's something that we're talking about today is bringing clarity to, um, to your situation is definitely key. Mm -hmm. um, and I think clarity creates momentum. If you're not clear on, on where you're going and where, what you want and then beginning with the end in mind, what that looks like at the end, like for us, I mean, what do we want our real estate business to look like when we're, I wouldn't say old and gray, or, we're <laughs> but when we're more gray. mature, <laughs> um, um, what does that look like? So that clarity can actually pull us through a lot of the challenges that we face on a daily basis. So the clarity part, that's the first C, and then the commitment part is committing to what it takes to get there. Um, I think that's key. So I, I'm really interested in the last two C's um, on what that brings because I think that's kind of encapsulate everything and all the challenge. Maybe the C is the challenge, but all the challenges that we face are just wrapped into those four C's. Well, I think that momentum starts with a decision or even self-talk and um, we talk a lot about getting real and I think we talk about it so much mm. because it's very very hard to do it's very hard to get real about yourself it's super easy to get real about other people because we figure out well we got them figured out which is a horrible horrible habit that all of us have I got them figured out whatever but to sit there and say like I have me figured out and really just swallow 
the bitterness of some things in your life that you need to work on. But I think that does create momentum. There are times, you know, where, again, back to sports, we're watching sports and we're like, dang, this game's over. Something happens with a player, usually it's one player, and or I one think, play. or one, one play, play, but I think in, in that person's head, they literally were like, absolutely not. I am not losing this. I don't care what I have to do, I'm not going to lose. And so that small decision then has this ripple effect of creating something bigger than that. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that self-talk, I know for me, just having those conversations with myself, like, yeah, Tiana, and then this could happen, and then this could happen, and then if you do that, that can happen. And that creates the momentum in you to just take the action. And I, I just think that we don't have true conversations with ourselves enough. Yeah. Another good C is, is comfortable. I think we tend to get in these comfort zones and it feels really good. And, and we don't want to be uncomfortable. And that's um, usually, you know, what prevents us from obtaining a goal or being quote unquote successful is, um, as a society, we just like to be comfortable. You know, we want to get in the winter time and turn on the heated seats because it's too cold. Or we want we have automatic starters now so that we don't get into cold cards. There's a lot of things that we want to be comfortable in, and business is one of them. Um, it's it's if you if you're going to be in business with other, especially yourself or other people, it's going to be uncomfortable. I can't recall one time in our 25 years of doing this that I've been comfortable. Yeah, some would say, you know, if I had a lot of money, I, you know, I'd be more comfortable. But more money, more problems. Um, it does, it does, there's just never a time where you, you're comfortable. There's always different problems in different situations. I just don't think we're meant for that. No, I, I agree with you. I think that you're given this life and life in general is is a journey and, and a challenge. And I don't think, I think that we would all be, we do ourselves a huge disservice to think that people have the easy road and we don't. Everybody has a challenging road. That is the point. Well, not when you're, yeah, especially when you're in a business of serving others. If you have the mission of serving others and having a servant mentality, serve first, then yeah, you're always going to be challenged because you're, you're almost adopting other people's problems Yeah. because you're creating solutions for them. So by just by being connected with them, you're going to put you, those problems on your shoulders and that's how you serve. Well, so. and that speaks to some things that can be momentum killers. I mean, there are times where I, I've told you, mm -hmm. I'm like, I have like decision exhaustion. I, I can't make any more decisions because when you take all of that on and, and you, you're on, when you turn off, it's even harder to turn back on. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes those momentum killers can be just being, I mean, we're human and we get tired and we get exhausted. And the only thing that helps me with that is being surrounded by people who pick me up 
when I'm down. And again, we talk about circles, but your circle of people can be an immediate momentum killer. It mm-hmm. really can. Yeah. And so I'm fortunate enough to you know be in business with you two and have really great relationships with Aurora and Trinity and even Chrisanne and these people around me that are like, oh, mom, mom's a little, mom's a little down today, and they bring me up, and I think that's key to just momentum in general. Like love is a huge, huge momentum builder. Hmm. I should try that. <laughs> just <joking. laughs> You're happy being miserable. <laughs> I'm really not that miserable. That is not that no, miserable. No, I'm not. It's, it, it isn't really focused on other people. It's focused right here. So, um, so how? So going into our last six months, because for me and people have been asking us, you know, the first six months has been shaky. Whether it's in our personal lives, our phones have been ringing a ton. In our, in our business this year, just with interesting conversations, interesting problems, lots of questions from people. It's just been a very interesting first six months of the year. Um, and so going into the last six months, I'm actually very excited about, and I have a lot of momentum, um, just thinking about the things that are coming and what we're going to do and um, the things that are on the horizon. Um, I feel like that's a little different for you. Thank you for that. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Well, I just, he, he, he has said like his momentum is down and I think we need well, let's to, talk about that. Yeah. Let's, let's help you. Let's, that's what I say. I think we need yeah. to figure out ways for you to get your momentum back because, and yours could literally just be you're exhausted, like being a new parent. Mm-hmm. is exhausting mm-hmm. um, but yeah like how, how how do we help you get your momentum back I don't know maybe with just a lot of changes even personal and business wise um, like even like Zay left so there's not like a natural competition between us or a healthy one um, because I, I thought that we did naturally have that like who could post more videos who could do this like mm-hmm. just have that who could make more phone calls who could get that one client and he went his separate way and that sort of killed the momentum and that was when I just came back to go to work again so um, just just finding my way again and so you what so what I'm hearing you say is that like competition gives you momentum like you you are a competitive person yes Okay. Well, I think it starts with getting back in the gym. I mean, um, I think your physical energy has a lot to do with that. And <clears throat> when you're sleep deprived, I mean, you, you need to find different sources of energy. So go work out, go run, go do something that's going to create energy physically so that you have the energy to do what you're supposed to do here in the office. Well, and this is one of those hurdles that I think if you ask any small business owner or any self-employed person, <laughs> this is one of those hurdles you have to get over because it's it's a it, you entrepreneurship, self-employment, 
small business, it's a lonely, it can be a lonely road at times. It can, it can be lonely and it's very hard to, you don't have anybody there pushing you and that, that has to be built and that doesn't come easy. That is not an easy thing to build. It is, it, it's still hard. It's, we, it's just become habit for us. But I think we've talked about this before. This morning when we got up and got ready to come here, nothing happens if we don't come here. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to get fired. Yep. I'm not going to start. Like, there's no, like, someone's going to knock on my door and say, where are you? Come in. Why didn't you yeah. show up? There's not any of that. To build that to just being your way of life is hard. And it takes a long time. Yeah. And it takes sometimes leaving that and going to a place where you have to be somewhere at this time and that time to understand, yeah, I'm willing to go through this pain because I see what's on the other end, or I'm not willing to go through this pain because this is where I'm most comfortable. So all of that self-discovery and, and, and building is not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. And I know you are one of those people who wants the quick, easy way. And I think as well, everybody a, his age does. Yeah, and I just and think that's one of the our biggest. Age too. I think yeah. that's just one of the biggest things when you yeah. become an adult. Yeah. You think that it's just going to happen. You don't realize like the cheesiness of the blood, sweat, and tears that you have to put into anything. But you cannot get around it. Mm-hmm. There's just no way. Yeah. You can't. There are no shortcuts. And. That doesn't help you with where you are right now or how you feel about it, but know that that you're you're not a special case that this is only happening to you. This is the way it is. So sometimes, again, getting real and understanding that that's what has to happen can give you momentum. Like, okay, this isn't going anywhere. This is what I have to do. Let's do it. Instead of thinking... I don't know if this is, I think there might be a better way. I think there's an easier way. I think, and then you're just running in the circle of frustration. And even if there is another way, sometimes you just have to make the commitment and say, you know what? This is the way it is for me. And this is the way I'm going to do it. Because if you continue to chase these other ways, again, you're just running in circles forever. At some point you have to make a choice and you have to make a commitment. And once you do that, that's when the momentum starts. Yeah, I know I fall into trying to find the most efficient way and then and then going after it rather than just going after it, which will create the most efficient way. Because you just don't know all the little things um, you know, if we pick like a, a, a new business development or lead generation activity and we're like, well, we got to do it this way and there's steps and there's a process, but yet taking the action is the most important piece because then you learn something from it and then you adjust and then you learn from it and then you adjust rather than trying to take out all the adjustments and then taking action. Mm-hmm. So well, I think that's a mindset thing. Well, it's like the saying, if you wait for the perfect time, the perfect time will never come. There's never a perfect time to do anything. We talked about this, the challenges of being a young parent. I'm sorry, but 19 or 39, 
you're never really ready to have a child. I don't care if it's your first child or your fifth child. It's always going to be something different. There's never a perfect time for anything. And it reminds me of that quote. I think it's Richard Branson, the Virgin um, Records. Records guy. And he's like, if you see an opportunity, just take it and figure out how to do it later. Yeah. I know that's a really hard thing for certain personality types. But having that mindset has helped, I know, us in our business tremendously. It's helped us with raising our children tremendously to be like, and we've told you guys, like, I don't know, guys, but we got we to gotta do it and we'll figure it out. We'll figure out a way. We'll figure it out. And you always do. But again, if you want momentum, you have to make a decision. You have to make a choice. Indecision is paralysis. Yeah. In all aspects of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I think over just overcoming the fear um, is a big thing too. There's just a lot of fear that drives us into not taking action. I think there's a fear. Well, what are all the fears? Fears that it might work not work out, right? The fear that you're, you're wasting time. The fear that, you know, you're not doing it the most efficient way. The fear is you'll go broke before it's successful. Um, there's all these different fears. And unfortunately, we need to learn how to eliminate those fears. And that's hard. Again, it goes back to getting real and understanding like what are the things that are most important to you in your life and if you have that then you don't really need to be afraid of anything else meaning okay if if we lost everything tomorrow I've said this if we lost everything tomorrow and had to get a one-bedroom apartment somewhere whatever and, and it was us and the girl okay I don't care yeah so I think your fears are equal to your priorities and that if you're not really clear on your priorities and what really matters to you, then yeah, you're going to be afraid of everything. I'm afraid of losing my car. I'm afraid of, of this. I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid I can't buy this for this person. I'm afraid we're not going to be able to go there. I'm afraid those aren't, and for me anyway, like those aren't real fears. You got to get to the core of you. You are never going to have growth and success in whatever it is you're trying to do if you aren't constantly self-examining and figure out if you are the person who is going to do these things or be this thing. Yeah. The fear of trying is, is debilitating. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Again, it goes back to comfort. Yeah. I know I'm not where I want to be, but I'm kind of okay. So I don't really need, like, that's, ooh, that's really uncomfortable. So... Yeah. I'm just going to stay here and continue to complain about where I am. But I'd rather <laughs> complain about where I am than complain about how scared I am. Like mm-hmm. those are the dialogues that we need to get out of our, our heads yeah. and our minds. Mm-hmm. And right. I talk about it like it's easy. It's not. It's very hard. It's all day, it's every day. very hard. And yeah. I I would be lying <laughs> to all of you listening if I said I don't work on this all day, every day. To the time I go to bed. It's a constant self-talk. It's a constant oh, get out of my rut, put on some music. Like understanding the things that get you out of a rut is a big deal. 
for me, it's music and sunshine. You give me sunshine and all of a sudden I'm like, I can conquer the world. Wow. Or you put on the right kind of, I even told you, like I have been struggling the last few weeks because it's so dang rainy here. I don't want to do anything. The weather affects me in really weird ways. Mm -hmm. um, but give me sunshine and some great music. Shoot, I'll put in an 18 hour day. Okay. Isn't that weird? But I know that yeah. about myself. I don't have that expectation of anybody else, but I just know that for me, that's what it does. That gives you energy. We yeah. talked about what gives and you energy. so yeah. identifying the top two or three things that you know will instantly turn you around, whatever that is, no judgment, doesn't matter what people think about it. If you, if you can acknowledge those three things, like these things give me energy, these things give me momentum, these things bring me happiness, then you need to turn those on as often as you need to. But again, you have to identify those first. Mm -hmm. Like, can you identify three things that'll just like turn your mood around besides food? <laughs> um, does food give you energy? Yeah. Food excites him. Like foods... Food's a big deal for him. Wow. Good games. Mm. Mm. And then after <laughs> you eat them, you like want to conquer the world? Or how does that work? Makes me feel better. Oh. Okay. But I mean, like, what gives you energy to be like, I can conquer the world. Like, I can conquer any challenges put in front of me. Music. Music? Music? Yeah. Mm. Working out? More like basketball, yeah. So like if you have like a good, is it a game or like just a shoot around? Yeah, just shooting. So if you had a good like hour session of you just like working on basketball, shooting around, doing whatever, after that you feel like, dang, what's next? Yeah. Hmm? Do that more. Yeah, so what if you started every day with music and shooting shoot around. around or whatever? Mm -hmm. Like that could set the tone for your entire day. Yeah. Just something to think about and, mm -hmm. and try it try it maybe once a week and measure the difference. Be conscious of how you felt on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, but how you felt on Monday and Friday. Mm -hmm. And start to just do more of that. A lot of it's just experiment. Mm-hmm. It is. Cool. Wrap it up. Anything else? Momentum. Keep it going. All right. See you on the next one. <laughs>